Bandits podcast where sometimes I forget to unmute our microphones. Is oh boy. On? What? Is the record on? Oh, I pressed record. The timer is running. Did you know that last week, listeners know this already, did you know that last week somehow I didn't record our music line? What? Yeah. So you have to press record for each individual track and I think maybe I accidentally hit record on the track like next to it. And so... The audio is actually pulled from our video. Does that make sense? Like what I did was I took the video we put on YouTube and pulled the audio from that. Oh. So it's not mixed as well. Ah, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Which it's is why. Like, yeah. Yeah. One of those, uh, Mother's Milk is a little bit fuzzy. Uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic is a lot better. A little bit on the fuzz side. Little, f- Yeah, a little hissy. <laughs> Whenever we're not talking, it's like, <laughs> it's really great. Um, so this is another fucking guestless podcast. Excuse my language, but we were supposed to have a guest for our last episode on One Hot Minute. I won't bash that person because we asked him to come on as a favor. But Kevin Brennan, our number one guest by listenership and a friend of the show, begged us to come on Californication. He's, dude, it's just please, please do the Red Hot Chili Peppers discography and please let me come on the Californication episode because i really want to do it and rearrange all your schedules and get all your ducks in a row because i am there wherever you do it i'm there i'm there man yeah and then what happens fucking eats a bad shrimp or something he's exploding out both ends i don't know if that's true but i'm gonna spread the word Oof. that that's what's happening and so kevin's not here i don't wish that upon anybody i don't <laughs> i don't either bad shrimp dude mm. yeah oof Woof. So, anyway, Kevin's not here. We'll have Kevin on later, though. <laughs> I just wanted to take that opportunity to spread rumors about gross things that might be happening with Kevin's body. So I, he- I heard he ate the shrimp off the floor. Oh, big mistake. Big mistake. And, I mean, who knows? You know, five-second rule, you're probably pretty safe. You know, they say that there's no science behind the five-second rule. You know, if a shrimp falls on the floor and it's there for five seconds, it still has all the germs from the floor stuck to it. Well, yeah, true, but five seconds is a lot better than 30 minutes on the floor. You leave that shrimp out for that long, and it it goes bad quickly. You know, the germs are one thing. The shrimp's another. The shrimp (laughs) disease or whatever. Shrimp disease. (laughs) Ain't going to live long. (laughs) Coming out both and exploding (laughs) now. Um. Yeah, so feel better, Kev. We'll s- we'll maybe see you later in this discography. But you are listening to the Wet Bandits podcast. We do '90s band discographies. We lose use the term '90s band loosely, but Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think most people would call a '90s band, and that's what we're doing right now. They have 
they have albums in the 80s, they have albums in the 90s. But I think a lot of their meat, even though it's only three albums, but they rose to their biggest point in 1991 with Blood Sugar Sex Magic, the biggest point they had ever been. Yeah. Drop off a little bit with One Hot Minute and then triumphantly return with Californication in 1999. Uh, it is a pretty <laughs> big jump from like where they were at because this album is so... like. It's not really produced, but it's really like fine. You know what I mean? Like the songwriting, like it, yes. it doesn't compare to anything that they've done. Yep. But it does, you know, it still has that like chili pepper vibe. Yep. 100%. Um, before we go any further, please don't forget to review, rate, subscribe, but in the opposite order, subscribe, rate, review, five stars only. Obviously. Dude, how but many com sorry dude, I didn't mean to No, go for it. Dude, how many combinations can you do right there? How many can I do? Like just like Oh. Nine? No. I don't know. How many can it I don't know. Six? I, I bet it's like a, a hundred. No. You don't think so? <laughs> it's definitely not. Three? Three things that can be arranged in three different ways? Dude, we're making ourselves... We're at Nostalgia Brewing. I bet it's brewing. like a million. <laughs> we're at Nostalgia Brewing recording, and we're a couple deep. So the maths... And one thing people don't understand about podcasting, and probably this is... Podcasting has given me a new like sympathy for people on game shows who just like l seemingly lose their mind at the simplest uh -huh. question. Is like, it's not that you are dumb. And it's not... It's not even really like you're nervous, but what happens is you're focusing on a lot more things. Like you have so much attention diverted to yeah. other like aspects of what's going on around you that you can't think as well. There was this one people like they're like literally this like there's other places to sit and you like got to sit right there. Dude, yes. <laughs> so like, yeah. And he was nice. He you went to the restroom probably because of a bad shrimp or something. Yeah. And uh this some, guy some BS. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy this guy just starts talking to me about the pod. <laughs> Dude, he said, I hope he's, I told him this is the podcast, so hopefully he listens uh -huh. to this. Um, he was like, you know, have, you know, what do you, what do you guys do? We're, I, we're a 90s cover band. Uh, only 90s? You don't do any Led Zeppelin or anything? I'm like, <laughs> no. He's like, my buddy for his 50th birthday had uh, uh, the English beat come play at his party. I'm like, okay, they're, a little out of our like pay grade, <laughs> like like you're we're we're just a local cover band. I uh -huh. didn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking. And then he's like, "Don't do any Led Zeppelin or anything." Uh, no. Have you ever heard of Greta Van Fleet? They're pretty good. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I've heard of them. Uh, also, a little more. They're a little more famous than us, like slightly. <laughs> but oh, maybe yeah. this podcast just gives us a lot of street cred, dude. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we should sit here. But yeah. Well, we're also podcasting outside of nostalgia. Dude, like, dude, I'm surprised like we haven't caused like a wreck or something. Me too. Right. We did almost cause a wreck. Well, that Mercedes almost backed that into that parked car. And then will be like, oh, those <laughs> motherfuckers know they're distracting <laughs> drivers out here. So, yeah, I, I did think that we might get like interrupted by more people. Like, hey, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. But maybe the headphones are like a clue, like don't bother us. Like a clue. But I wish people would bother us. Like Kinda. that time, we're right across the street from Signatures where we recorded our second episode ever, and Rachel, our waitress, would come up and like ask uh -huh. us stuff, and we, and she said, she said, "Hello, Fandits, remember yeah, that?" Yeah, I do. Hey, Fandit, hey y'all, Fandits, something like that. I don't know. Maybe Rachel's a subscriber too now. 
But anyway. If she was, she would be here. That was also the famous. Uh, I'm just kidding. We took a shot and we said clink, even though they were plastic oh, yeah. shot glasses. Oh, dude, I forgot to get a shot up there. We definitely should have done a shot. Oh. Do you want to go get one? I don't care. I can pause it for a second. All right. All right. Do it. Is it still on? Still on, but that's okay. Can cut it later. I have that power. I'm going Dutch. I put one on you and one on me. Yeah, that's cool. I guess we're doing a shot. This is probably a bad idea. You're gonna hate me. And we're and we're back. Sam just returned with shots in hand and he said, Dude, you're gonna hate me. So does that mean this is is it because of what's in this shot glass? Is that why you're gonna hate me? Dude, it's because don't tell me what it is yet. It's gonna. It's because you're gonna hate what the night turns into. <laughs> Why is that? What's this night about to turn into? Dude, because nothing. Nothing. I don't know what I'm about to say, but okay. dude, when the night turns into fireball dude, shots, I, I knew this was gonna be a fucking fireball shot. Dude. dude I hate no one fireball comes out alive. so much. I know everybody hates it, but everybody kind of likes it. No. <laughs> There's no. Hold on. Put the clink next to your microphone. Clink. Clink. <laughs> My voice cracked. Clink. Clink, clink, motherfucker. Can I just sip this? No. Nope. No sips allowed. All right. The fire demon would not approve. All right. Here we go. I'm probably going to throw up, and we're going to have to cut that out, too. Dude. All right. You can't cut out a throw up. <laughs> okay. We'll leave the throw up in. This is so Dude, terrible. Drink all. You got like an inch left. That is not an inch. Yeah, oh. it might be, to be honest. No, Get I'm your, taking a picture. I'm going to finish it, but I'll take a picture. I'll take a picture of you holding it. Okay. Just like for shame? Yeah. How do I get the flash on? It's on auto. The flash is on auto, bro. Did you get a did you get a pick? That's yeah, cool. I look terrible. Dude, why'd you do that? Why'd you get fireball? Well, it just was the easiest thing to say. <laughs> you know, it is. It is easy to say because if you everybody has it, everybody has it. You if you if you get if you want like whiskey, you got to get specific with what uh, it is. Fireball. I'm still like <laughs> shivering. Not for long. Oh god, that is terrible. That is so bad. You can like taste it. Yeah, you can taste it. That's why it's so bad. <laughs> that was that's oh uh, like you can uh do have you ever like tasted. <laughs> yeah I've tasted fireball I, I never want to do that again That was you, so bad Have you ever like lied? <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> This is a running bit with a lot of legs <laughs> Dude, do you lie? <laughs> <laughs> Come back for to Be sure to subscribe for more bits on Dude, do you lie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, You know That that wouldn't be bad Like, Yeah, segment, what did we lie dude, about? Dude, do you lie? Dude, do you lie? <laughs> Um, 
I told you about a lie at work. Remember when I blamed my baby for me being late? Oh to work? yeah, did your? It actually happened for real. Oh, it was really? like a boy cried wolf situation, uh-huh. where, um, it, w- it was my baby, but it wasn't the baby's fault. So, we have a pretty cushy um, situation with my sister and their, um, they're like sitting, they're like nanny. Who she's not really a nanny. She she's their babysitter, but she's there so often, you know. And my parents, my parents watch my child three days a week, and the nanny watches her at my sister's house two days a week. Mm. Um, my parents are on vacation this week, and my wife and I did not remember. Normally, my dad comes and picks my daughter up, and he comes at about eight thirty. I have to be work at nine, so usually I'm gone already. Mm-hmm. But Corinne works. My wife works so close that she's cool waiting for him to pick her up. So Corinne, t- I'm already at work. Corinne texts me at like eight forty-five and is like, "Oh my god, are your parents on vacation?" And, I was, and we knew they were going. We just yeah, didn't yeah. remember when. And normally my parents will like realize that we're not thinking about it and be like, "Hey, don't forget." Now I realize that's not my parents' responsibility to do that. But, like, we are taking our – I'm making excuses, but we really do just have this one routine that when we get out of the routine, like, we're not, we're not thinking about it. And so my wife luckily worked from home that day. But she, my baby's – my daughter's so young, she cannot work with my daughter at mm-hmm. home. Impossible. But at least Corinne didn't have to be anywhere. Yeah. But I had to be, like – I know I said I was at work already. I was actually, like, in my car a block away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll come get her. So I drove home, got her, and took her to my sister's house where the sitter's going to watch her for uh, on this unusual schedule. And uh, so crisis averted, but I was, like, an hour late to work. And uh, luckily I, you know... I, my position at work is not one that needs to be like I have to be there on this time. I'm I'm supposed to be, but like if something like this happens, that's why I was fine to just be like I'll come get her. Mm-hmm. But uh, nevertheless, I did have to text somebody and be like, Hey, I'm gonna be like an hour late today. <laughs> it's my daughter. Long story. I'll tell you later. And so that's it. No lying this time. Mm-hmm. All truth. Dude, do you lie? Dude, I try not to. Yeah, but. Dude, do you lie? You lied about anything lately? This is mm-hmm. a good bit. Do you lie? Have I lied lately? You have to have lied about something. Dude, I'm not trying to be like a goody boy, but dude, I can't remember like lying. Well, I've been on vacation for two weeks. I don't have to tell lies. That's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> yeah. That must feel good. Yeah. Liberating. Clean right now. <laughs> off my chest. Yeah, that's true. I can't think of a lie I've told recently, but I'm sure I've told one. Yeah. I'm a I'm a white liar. Yeah. Oh, it's well, like, like said, stupid lies. Like I'll call somebody and be like, "Dude, uh um jokes don't count." Yeah, okay. Yeah, jokes don't count. Um like cuz you do that a lot. Yeah. You're the master of like, "Dude, I ran into Lars Ulrich at Kroger today." Oh, really? No, actually, that's not a good example because your lies will even be like much more possible. Uh-huh. You'll be <laughs> like, you'll be like, hey, you know, local newsman Jerry Revish. 
saw him at McDonald's today. And, you'll be, and I'll be like, really? And he'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those, are your, those are your lies. <laughs> you got me, man. <laughs> like. um, but I can't think of a – I'm sure I've lied, but I can't think of one. And like we said, with my first lie, it wasn't that I was lying – the, the lie where I involved my child. It wasn't like I felt like I needed to lie yeah. to be in it's my just works. The easiest. It's just easier yeah. than explaining Being the like truth. Blah, 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 right. blah. I Dude, am a very verbose person anyway. Everybody should like write a comment anonymously about like a lie that they did. Dude, Is that yeah. possible? I don't know how <laughs> you can do an anonymous comment, but that is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Go. I, oh, my God. There has to be a <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're gonna find a way to do this, and we'll go post it on Facebook, right with my picture of me with that ha- half a centimeter that was left of Fireball. Yeah, and we'll be like, "Hey, also, don't forget to tell us your lie." <laughs> Hashtag tell us your lie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Whew. I'm feeling pretty good. So, it's are we ready to get man. into 1999, the return of John Frusciante? Yep. I'm the album forward. is Californication. I'm looking forward to see what the facts are here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because this is a new bit we do, which I love, which is what was popular at the time of this album's release. The date was July 9th. Whoops, I'm reading the wrong one. The date was June 8th, 1999. Number one song on the, on the billboard. Hmm. Living la vida loca. Oh, she, really? Her lips are devil red and her skin's a color of mocha. That's Ricky Martin, my friends. Yep. Living la vida loca. Woo! Okay. Um, Number one mainstream rock song in 1999. I am... Whiskey in the Jar. No. no. Well, it might, it might have been at a different time, but this is 99. June 8th, 1999. Scar Tissue would eventually get there. But on this date, Scar Tissue was not number one. Uh-huh. Number one was a song. Oh, here goes that car again. Oh. In the last episode and a little bit in this episode, we talked about this Mercedes that is hell-bent on backing into parked cars. And it almost did it again. Um, Lit Up by Buck Cherry, which is a great song. People ask us to play Buckcherry every now and then. In fact, we had a Buckcherry request at our last gig. Oh, really? Yeah, but when ch- women ask for... I almost said chicks. But we're an ally here. We support women and all people, all cultures. We would never call women... We would never call chicks broads. That's <laughs> that's a joke from UHF. Did I just like go down a spiral of dude, a spiral. problematic things? I don't know, dude. Anyway, have you ever seen UHF? The uh-uh. Weird Al? Um, it's a movie. It's kind of like a spoof. Um, it's a, you know, because it's Weird Al, it's full of spoofs. There's one line where the, the villain is like, uh, he says, did you just refer to me as uh, a broad? And it, it's Fran Drescher. She's like, did you just call me a broad? Is that what, how you treat your newswomen or whatever? And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I would. I, that must be a misunderstanding. I would never call chicks broads. And it's like, whoa, he went there. So anyway, that's where that joke came from. <sighs> Dude, I'm out of breath. I need to reset. It's this fireball. Do you go press that button over there? What button? The restart. We just got to start this episode over. The the outlet. 
What out? Why? Oh, the reset. <laughs> no, that might turn everything off. Um, so anyway. Do you know how to handle your alcohol, Michael? Not at all. No, what were we talking about? We were talking about living la vida loca. Yeah, we were talking about Ricky the Martin. facts, dude. Oh, we were talking about we were talking about how the girls this weekend were asking for oh, buck yeah. cherry. But when they want buck cherry, they want crazy bitch. Yeah, and th- is that ni- 90s? Not okay. it's not 90s and I hate it. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, but well, I hate I'd, it. I would be up to play if it was 90s. Well, the people would love it. Yeah, that, that's one that's of the songs matters, you would have to do want. because people love it. But dude, Lit Up is a great 90s rock song. Yeah. And yes, I'm out. Lit up again. I on my couch in the bed. And yes, I'm out. Lit up again. You need to listen to Lit Up. You will love it. And then you'll be like, dudes, we should play Lit Up. It That song fucking rules. It really does. Um, good Buck Cherry song. So that was the number one mainstream rock song hmm. on June 8th, 1999. Number one album, Backstreet Boys Millennium. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Um, that was a pretty big album. So uh, Californication never reached number one, but Scar Tissue was number one mainstream rock uh, a couple weeks after uh, Lit Up. So Californication, we mentioned in the last episode, you mentioned very astutely that astutely that when you were like learning or like introducing yourself to red hot chili peppers it kind of felt like there was like blood sugar sex magic then an eight-year break yeah then californication and like one hot minute is sort of like forgotten in the middle and history has sort of forgotten one hot minute and i will say that if you had told me when uh, Californication came out, that it had only been four years since One Hot Minute, I would have been like, wrong, dude. It's been forever. Oh, yeah. Because even though I owned One Hot Minute, when Californication came out, it felt like this was a completely different band. Like, John Frusciante joined the band again after leaving. It's like the start of the new era Chili Peppers. It is. It is. And we talked about this, how, like, you can divide the Chili Peppers into different eras. And I kind of put them into three. uh, And and I lumped One Hot Minute in there with the others. But, like, Californication for me was the start of this era, the current era of the Chili Peppers. And uh, it's different. It is different, even than Blood Sugar Sex Magic, even though that still had John Frusciante. So, oh, I'm sorry. No, go for it. Dude, I'm always sorry. <laughs> but, um, you know, since I compare everything to my favorite band, Metallica, this is totally their black album. After this, they can't go back. You know, they... Wow. You know, they just get... They're just gigantic at this point. Dude, when you said... When you said... This is their black album. I was like, Sam, I was in internal monologue was like, Sam, no, that's not right. And then you said they can't go back. And I was like, oh, yeah, Sam's right. That is true. Like, once they did Californication, this is what they are now. Yeah. Um, Do you. Well, Metallica could do that, but not. Well, they did go back. Yeah. (laughs) Metallica did go back. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Um, and, And for me. Do you feel like the Black Album is... Well, no, you're right. 
Metallic Black Album is a lot different than uh, Injustice for All. Well, it was always like this. Honestly, there's no really like slaps, bass slaps in this album. True. You know, there's no like. Yeah, I think there are, but it's not as many. Yeah, we'll, we'll hear it's them. More when of we like, get there. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is so mellow. Yeah. Compared to anything else they ever did. So, but I like it. You can jam to it. You can play it loud. You know. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of good. The first song, all around around the world, dude. dude. I think it's time. You mentioned it, so here we go. We so all, I've always said the Chili song, Peppers know yeah. how to start an album. this album off so good dude. and and those like the backing vocals there uh-huh. that's the preview that sets up that's john oh, fruit for shanti yeah. and flea oh yeah I, yeah and and that is the key they're telling you right there with the first song this is what you're in for with this album yeah a whole lot of this uh like harmonies that are a, not, a lot of harmonies yeah yeah a lot of harmonies not difficult ones like not uh-huh. nobody in nashville is like oh damn losing their harmonies you know uh-huh. but they're unique sounding because of how different their voices are uh you hear a lot of that um cool song uh i am trying to scroll through my notes here wait a minute Yeah, dude, dude. Well, this song. Yeah, talk a little bit, dude. Just this, like high school, everybody loved this album. Uh, maybe not the n- entire album, but like a lot of, you know, around the world. Um, yeah. So you're like a, you're a freshman when this came out. Is that right? Dude, hell no, dude. I when this came out, I was like five. How old were it? what? What the fuck? When were you born? Ninety four, bro. Oh shit. So you were, you were a freshman. Yeah. I, so I was a freshman. <laughs> Genius five-year-old freshman. Why were people in your high school into this? Just because of rock band? Well, dude, this is why like I keep suggesting these things because of like Pandora. Yeah. Like the songs would I think like, because before there was like Spotify and stuff like that. There was Pandora, which. Um, right. Pandora ruled the streaming music service. Yeah. You couldn't um, pick your songs. Right. But you could skip them, and you'd only get a certain amount of skips. Right. But they'd stop for these. Yeah. Yep. Okay. My only issue with this specific song, and... Oh, geez. How did you know I had it (laughs) queued up? 
So when we already mentioned we were supposed to have guests for this, we were supposed to have uh, quite a few guests. Um, one set of guests was Emily Ponzio and Jamie Stevens, who did our Jagged Little Pill episode. They weren't going to do Blood Sugar Sex Magic with us. Mm-hmm. They didn't back out as rudely as Kevin did the day of because he ate a bad shrimp. BS. But <laughs> they backed out a long time ago because Emily just couldn't do chili peppers. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't – I think this is – I don't think it's too, like, off – I don't think it's too off base to say, like, some people just can't stand that shit. Dude, yeah. Some <laughs> When I heard that, this part and around the world, like, his kid was in the studio and he was, like, kind of doing that, being goofy, but oh. his kid thought it was funny, so he, like, left it in the... That's kind of cute. Yeah. That's, that's a good reason to have that in there, yeah. actually. That makes me feel better about it. Yeah, that's what I Because otherwise heard. it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And borderline racist? I don't know. No, I, I don't mean, think so. I well, because it's a, I don't know. It's a sound. I mean, does it make me racist to say it sounds like a racist impression of a Chinese person or whatever? I um, mean, I make weird noises all the time. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> are they like, are you lying, bro? Um, do they sound like that? Shoobity bop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, no one is taking shoobity bop. To be, you know, no one's mistaking that for some like Eastern dialect. Yeah, know? I don't know. Anyway. But they're in California, dude. Yeah. Like, it could mean like code for the sun's out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, regardless of what it sounds like, I do. It does make me feel better that he's trying to like make a funny for uh-huh. his kid in the studio. That's that's pretty good. Um, okay, I've. So we were in this dark era. It sounds like the chilies are in this happy part now. Like they're like got their like sounds like they got like, you know, some family involved. They got their Yeah. Kinda tight band back together. Everybody's yeah. having fun. Yeah, it sounds like the reunite the the reunion of John Frushanti and the band was l- relatively magical. Even though he's been on like two albums, you know. Yeah. Right. Um So, what? You don't remember this album, obviously, but um, when when this album came out, music videos were still popular, but like fading in popularity. So you had to do something like pretty cool. Oh yeah. To do a popular music video, and the Californication music video was pretty cool. Um, it had it was like a video game. It was kind of like Tony Hawk, sort of like they were skateboarding a lot. Um, and uh, I don't know. Is it I think I'm California-cation music video. It's like a video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. That's what When I said Tony Hawk, I meant the video game, not the human being. Um, but since we're talking about it, yeah. this is the title track.
It's understood that Hollywood sells Californication Hey, I'll Sergeant Barrow While they break the spell of aging Celebrity skin is this your gender Is that war you're waging? Firstborn unicorn That was a long clip, but I wanted to get to the chorus. That's pretty much all the song is, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, play the guitar solo. It's, like, so bare. It is so bare. And he's, that like, is really high. Yep, like, yep. I don't know. I don't have it queued up. I apologize to the listeners yeah. as I jump around, but I wasn't prepared for this. It'll be around here somewhere. Dream of Californication. Dream of Californication. Dream of Californication. Dream of That's a theme on this album is yeah. like very like rough, thin, uh, clean. Well, it makes parts. sense like the message throughout the album. Uh, you know, like Hollywood and all these effects, and they want yeah. like the kind of bare music. Dude, I love this album. Like one of the main reasons I love this album is because the drums, dude. There's like hardly any like crazy fills. It's like. But there's a lot going on with like his kind of what seems to be basic beats throughout the album. Okay. So like he, this song like for example, he's like working the hi hat very subtle. Then he has like these ghost notes going on, and then, I mean, just that discipline to keep doing that throughout the song, but keep adding a little bit. Yeah. You know, it, it's like rewarding to listen to as a, like a drummer. You're like, oh, so like when he goes in the chorus, like the last time he does the snare and the floor tom rather than just the snare you know with the yeah 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 so it's like oh man like you it makes me just want to keep on listening to see what else is um available like available to listen that's the kind of top-notch analysis we need from the drummer here because i did not notice that yeah that that immediately makes it more interesting yeah you know um so that's californication like I think for most people, it's kind of like, uh, oh, that's a good song. But, like, the popularity of it, I don't quite understand. I mean, it's good, but uh-huh. it's not like 
wow, that song's incredible. At least not at first blush, you know. Uh, the the first single from the album that that went number one is Scar Tissue, which is you'll know it as soon as you hear it. backup vocals this is the kind like we played at froggies which is a, a bar at a, at a lake in ohio indian lake yeah. indian lake in ohio and we played this during our break and the bartenders there were really i don't care if they're listening i hope they're listening to this they're always like do you have any modern hits and they so they want us to play like you know the late you know uh-huh. i don't know whoever's popular right now um, and uh, not Red Hot Chili Peppers. But we were playing this song as like our break song, and they cut it off in the middle so they could play. They ended up, they didn't even play modern hits. They played like Nelly, which was uh, literally 90s, like yeah. two years later. And <laughs> so like we're playing, we're playing our 90s stuff, and they cut this song off in the middle, and you could hear people like complain about it. I they were know, like, dude, oh man, like this is a, Scar Tissue is, like, one of the great, like, just chill-out yeah. jams. It's just, like, know? a good time song. Yeah. Like, but I wanted to get back to Californication yeah, because yeah, you sorry. were talking about um, how you didn't really know why it's, like, popular. Yeah. But, like, I feel like people my age listen to this song. We grew up watching movies, like, just things like 1994 Jurassic Park. You know, we yeah. weren't watching any movies that didn't have like computer or cgi or like everything's kind of like yeah fake so like i I just feel like that's um just kind of makes sense to you mean like the lyrical content yeah like kids who grew up watching that stuff yeah you're right the that the lyrics do not resonate with me at all yeah because i get what he's saying but i don't care yeah but like we're like oh like what do you mean that's not real? Like, you know you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though that's stupid to say, but, like, as kids, you think, like, dude, were those dinosaurs really real? Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, you're just a dumb kid, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. I do. Uh, which is weird. I mean, maybe that speaks to, like, the genius of Anthony Kiedis, but, like, he's older than me. You know, like. But right. he's writing this right. stuff. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, the other really big single, though there were other singles from the album, but the other really big single is Other Side, and we're kind of in that area of the album. 
how stripped down the chorus is there like it feels like it's going to be a really big build and then it drops and it's just guitar and bass and drums like the th- no chords just like single mm-hmm. note and then Anthony Kiedis's single voice and then they do a really smart thing with this song which is they come, they go into the guitar solo which guitar solos in my opinion are only good when they lead to something a little bit bigger. Yeah, like plus they have they're to dying add, down at this point. Right. They have to add to the song. So here comes the guitar solo into the best chorus of the song. Such good songwriting. Like, let's take this guitar solo and build it into the only chorus that has And it's like rhythmic. He can play that like while he's singing. Yeah. Three-part harmonies and like that. that's some good songwriting. Just like it's it's not complicated, but it's smart. Um, They did it. That. I think that of the singles is probably the best like or the smartest songwriting. It's not my favorite song, mm. but I'm like, oh yeah, they knew what they were doing, you know. So like you know, we may say that like they're away from like their funk roots. Yeah. But is that really like when you're that raw and playing like you're like kind of doubling up like that, you know? Like that's something like a funk band would do, like you know, like they would Yeah. Uh, that riff, that approach, I guess. So, like, the funk's not gone. It's just uh, translated in a different way. Well, right. If and that makes s- sense, I don't know. I don't mean to interrupt you with this, but they still do funk stuff on here. Oh, yeah. Get on top! Get on top! Hit me! Come get me! Oh, I bite butt! Get Ship hit me! Go get up! Like... Sorry for the hard pause, but, like, there's parts of this that I like better than their early funk stuff. Like, yeah. the bi- I know Flea's known for his bass lines, and this one's pretty simple, but the boom ba da bam ba da ba da boom ba da Like, this is pretty cool. I'm playing it again so you can hear it. Get on top! Hit me! Come get me! Oh, I bite butt! Get shit bit me! Go get up! Yeah, he said Cuntilla there. <laughs> They've they have not lost their libidos. They are still the ch- red hot chili pits. Yeah, they are sexual deviants. But yeah, they still have some funk aspects on this album. It's not they don't have as many, uh, but they're still there. Yeah. Um, there's there's also it's clear with this album they're getting away from kind of some of the they're getting into like a mellower side. 
there's also these weird songs that are kind of like a mixture. I actually, before we get to that, let, let me play a little bit of this. Because this is on the funkier side, oh, too. Oh, hell yeah. They played this live when I saw them first. I like Dirt. You like yeah. this one? Oh, yeah. I like this little. If we had this on video, if we had this on video, you would have seen Sam do this little pick rake uh, yeah. at exactly the right time. I live in a dream. Live in a dream. Live in a dream. In your brain. So that's I Like Dirt, which is a song that, I'll be honest, I skip most of the time. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's fine. But it's not great. It's not as good. Th- this, songs like Easily really oh, fall yeah. into this weird, like, it's a mix of Californication and just rock. Stadium rock, kind of. I knew you do that. Yeah, of course you did. Where's the sink when we need it? All the way to the chorus on this one. You said what? Keep, keep it going. I'm going to keep it going. Yeah, I like the chorus and then how it is back in. Song's good. Or is that the chorus? No, I think what you thought is yeah. the chorus. Co- I mean, it's kind of... Shaolin, Shaolin. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the chorus. Um, I don't think... I think it starts with the chorus. Oh, the easily... Pro- yeah. I and mean, I think that's the verse. Again, I mean, this is another example of like... I don't know. It's too many distractions for me to think about. Not right all now. songs like... Um, like Aerosmith. Love in an elevator. Oh, like, no. You know, hundred, you're yeah. absolutely right about that. Like, a song can start with the chorus. Yeah. To me, though, even though easily is repeated and it seems like chorusy in that aspect, yeah. the parts that follow it are usually different. So it well, seems more like a verse. And the Shaolin part is the refrain. Yeah. Like, that's the part they keep repeating that, over and over. This is like what I think is like, this is good songwriting. Like, they probably don't even know. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. right, they're just saying it doesn't what, matter. Yeah. They're just saying what like sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another song that fits in that category is we kind of skip around here. Emmett Remus. Yes. Dude, this song, as the kids say, slaps. Do you know what's code for that? What's code for what? Slaps? Emmett Remus. Oh, no. What? It's dude, Summertime Backwards. Hold on. I have to go take a shit because my <laughs> brain exploded. Yeah. <laughs> and it's about to come out of my butt. Summertime, talk and swear. Later, maybe we could share some air. I'll take you to the movies there. We could walk through Leicester Square. What could be wetter than? 
So that is similar in in my ears, similar to Easily, in that it's not really funk anymore. They're just like a straight rock band now. And and Savior falls into that for me too. I, I love that guitar tone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This song is um, kind of like an epic. There's like a lot of different parts. Dude, so, yeah. You know what I mean? When it like goes to whatever the next part is, it's like not related, but like, oh, but it works. You know, you're like. And I know this isn't what you were saying, but when I hear this song, it makes me think of like a western. Yeah, no, like, I agree. I know, definitely agree. Yeah, especially that when guitar, that guitar yeah. sound comes back in, and it is like epic in scope, yeah. like that. Even though it's only, it's not even five minutes long, but like the sound of it is like this is a journey. It's like, um, don't do drugs, kids. But like <laughs> when you take certain, <laughs> let's say like smoke pot, man, you lose all time of reality. <laughs> you know, and this is what that song does, like. Is this really only five minutes? Yeah. I feel like I transported through time for an hour. <laughs> this part, there's like some like sleigh bells or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does this for a while, and then it goes, it solos out at that sweet guitar tone. Here it comes after this last chorus. I dig it. I haven't. I, I realized as I was listening to this album for this episode, like I have a new appreciation for this album. Like it's better than I remember it. Yeah, dude. It's like I just like how raw it is compared to like the music that was popular. Yeah, you know, this could have been like part part of the reason like my gateway to rock because I was like, dude, this is awesome like there's just so much space there but there's really not like everybody's just kind of playing their part and yeah going at it man there's one single we haven't covered yet i'm gonna play it oh is it road tripping mm-hmm. oh damn that is a single but i'll play that one now With my two favorite allies Fully loaded We got snacks and supplies It's time to leave this town It's time to steal away Let's go get lost Anywhere in the USA Let's go get lost Let's go get lost Blue, you sit so pretty West of the one 
post-production things we can do with this podcast that we can cut out, but I'll tell you what I won't be cutting out. Me taking off my headphones and saying to Sam, I'm going to go pee. (laughs) Forgetting that just because my headphones are off doesn't mean the mic is off. And meanwhile, as I came back, here's Sam standing, headphones to his ear, and as I came back, he goes, I'm going to go too. And he just left. So that's what's happening with the Wet Bandits podcast right now. The thing I like, and I'll, we'll talk to Sam about this when he gets back. The thing I like about road tripping, um, I, I'm shocked it was a single. I have no recollection of it being on the radio. Um, but it's still a cool song. Besides, It's obviously like an easy listening. There's, it never rocks hard. and um, It's, you know, the kind of song that you kind of feel like is a real crossover hit, like anybody could like it. Um, but like the... It starts as, it's reminiscent of the Beatles for me. I, I don't know why, um, uh, other than maybe it's just the vocal harmonies combined with the strings, and and maybe I'm misplacing the influence or or the uh, or the I don't know. So, sometimes you know you you think you you've placed a certain sound with a certain group, and maybe you actually meant a different one. But th- that's what comes to mind for me when I hear this song. So um, it's three minutes long it's a it's a really like meek way to end the album but it's really appropriate and sam's back now what i was saying and i don't know if you agree but it's kind of like red hot (laughs) road tripping actually reminds me of like beatles yeah like blackbird or something yes yeah there you go maybe it's because of the finger picking combined with the vocal harmonies and the that's definitely a g at the very first thing i think really i let me hear Usually I can tell by listening. Got to hit play, though. Maybe not the first one. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. No, I think you're right. It's a weird voicing, and it's hard to tell from the very beginning. But when you hear the other chord changes, then when you hear it come back, you're like, oh, that is probably a G. Um, I don't know for sure. But because I've dude, never tell me if this. I'm wrong because I'm just a drummer, dude. No, no, I would tell you, um, but I think you're right. So I, I like that song. I totally forgot that it was a single, and I don't have any recollection of hearing it on the radio. Uh, but it was. Uh, so we've we've covered almost every song. What's the last single you're talking about? Well, the last single I was talking about was a l- my I think my favorite. Oh, yeah. Dude. 
I don't know. This one just rocks real hard. It does indeed. And that was definitely my favorite at the time. Now, I don't know if it's just like me getting older, or, or like I'm more interested in different aspects of the like musical game. It's still good, but uh-huh. like there's probably other songs that are better, like Emmett Remus yeah. and Savior and Easily. Those have all kind of. I'm like I'm into those songs now. But Parallel Universe still rocks. I really like the the how the lyrical line works with the chorus there where he's like Christ I'm a sidewinder I'm a California kid like I like that Um, I like I love the beginning of the song yeah and then it doubles yeah yeah you hear I'm gonna I'll play that again you hear it just one guitar and then a second guitar comes over top of it once I press play Yeah, it's just for, it's just for six of those like little yeah. ricks. Yeah, it's cool. That's a cool song. Yeah, that was a single too. What um, else is left? Uh, I know we got porcelain. Porcelain, which we both agree. Yeah, sucks. I, it's two minutes and forty-five seconds of our life that we'll never get back. He's definitely using some brushes right there. Oh, he's brushing so hard. And it's and probably a different kick. bass drum too. This kind of sounds like Queens of the Stone Age now. They may have been ahead of their time. Yeah? Uh, It's off of... um, Dude, while you're looking it up, this is the kind of shit... And I I didn't crap on Mark Fitzpatrick enough the last episode, the writer of uh, The Meaning Behind the Songs from Red Hat Chili Peppers, but like... This is the kind of song that some idiot journalist is like, this is where the Red Hot Chili Peppers have really grown up. They place an, a song like Porcelain. Dude, this song. On this. Like, Do you have internet? No. We'll just take a little listen to this. Okay, hold on a second, everybody. Oh, wait. I think it's... I'll get that. I don't. Huh? We're about to do some really good radio here. Dude, so good that it'll make your head fall off. <laughs> what are you trying to play for me here? This is uh, Queens of the Stone Age. All this dead space, people have unsubscribed. <laughs> In the meantime, I'll just play it for you later. Dude. All right, he'll play it for me later. So <laughs> that we'll do it off mic. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that people are like off oh, mic. Right, off mic. <laughs> <laughs> So porcelain is the kind of BS that Mark Fitzpatrick and other stupid music journalists are like, oh, man, like they've really grown up. They can put a really mature song like porcelain on here. Do you smell like a girl when you smile? (laughs) That's the kind of – I mean, I hate that lyric. I hate it. I hate this song. I hate it. Not because it's boring, but like you could argue that flea – not flea. You could argue that pee is like – the similar song from right. One Hot Minute because it's just like just a bass and a vocal and like it's stripped down and all this. But like I much prefer P to Porcelain. So this is how I'm viewing it. And again, I'm comparing it to um, Metallica. It's uh, fair. The Black Album, you know, you got Unforgiven, which is like your scar tissue. 
this song is trying to be in like your nothing else matters, but it's not like in that same. No. You know what I mean? It's like a yeah. different vibe. Porcelain. So. Yeah. You are, you're correct. And what I think they were aiming for. Yeah. They, but they wanted like another ballad, less ballady, you know, cause yeah. Unforgiven hits hard, but it's still yep. like a ballad. Yep. Porcelain is just, it's trash for me. Like, it, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Because yeah. I, I feel like I'm being a little too harsh. But it has zero redeeming qualities for me. Like, it, I guess it has vocal harmonies that are okay, but it's not like, you could have done that with a better song. You know, there's like, you know, like, okay, that's kind of pretty. Yeah. But only kind of. And it's not. It's not worth putting a two four, um, two it's minute forty five second song. You think? I I will say this like I'm not like a true fan of the song, but I think they might have been, might have been, <laughs> like ahead my of their ben, time. Might been ahead of their time. Writing this song, I think they were like ahead of their time. Yeah. After I show you this song, like yeah, um, off mic. Yeah, off mic. Boo All right. Okay. One song I did forget was this Velvet Glove, which is. Also underrated. Oh, yeah. The beginning reminds me of Flood from Jars of Clay. <laughs> which, oh, really? Yeah, not many people are going to make that connection, but let me skip to the chorus, which is cool. You like that one? Yeah, I like it. It's cool. That leaves only two songs right on time, which is only a little less than two minutes long. They still play that one. They do? Yeah. Like a lot more than you would think. like this part okay yeah dude watching Philippe play this bass part looks just insane really he's like hopping like two no oh yeah yeah I could see that that's cool when you put yeah. a song on there that's just like technically difficult to do yeah I mean this one yeah actually watched a video of like they tr started to play the song but like the beat was wrong, and then it like started over. <laughs> That's funny. And then the only one that leaves is Purple Stain, which is, I hate to end it on this, but this is the one, excuse me, ladies, this is oh, basically like about Anthony Kiedis fingering you. I'm the patient. 
This part's cool. Black and white, red and blue. I think that looks good on you. And if I scream, don't let me go. I promise stay. I know. Knock on wood, we'll all stay good. Cause we all and actually, this song gets cool, like, when they, when they build after that. I went too far. Actually, that song's pretty cool. Does it? This one is the one that has the big build at the end, too, right? Oh yeah, like the jam. Oh, there's a drum fill. Keep going. Keep going. You guys might not have enjoyed that as much as we did, but that's the craziest. He gets the whole album. That's the, I. I was glad that you pointed that out to me because you hear like he does a little fill, yeah, and then a little fill plus a little more, and then a little fill plus a little more plus a little more, and, and then, then it gets longer and longer, yeah, and then it's like, yeah, and it it's cool. That <laughs> is cool. Um, I already like that song better yeah. than uh, I did before. Uh, we covered everything. From this album. This episode is fucking long. It's already like an hour and ten minutes, which is great. Um, I love this album. Yeah, it's it's better than I remembered it, honestly. You know, when we started this whole Red Hot Chili Peppers discography, I was like, it's going to be a struggle to get through some of these. And I was thinking about albums like this, where it's like, there's a song here or there that I'm like, ugh, like I don't really like it. But on, on this listen, I'm like, especially in the context of the other stuff they'd done, I'm like, you know, I kind of like all of it, you know? Yeah. Like, this might end up being on my Mount Rushmore of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers albums. It might not. Yeah. But it might be top four. I don't know. Um, but I think we're at cover cut, hidden gem. Uh, what are the singles? The singles, so you can think about your hidden gem, but the singles were Scar Tissue, Around the World, Other Side, Californication. Those are the obvious ones. Road Trippin' and Parallel Universe were also singles. So you can cover any of those. So if we were going to cover one, I might know what you'd cover. What would you cover? Well, I got two answers. 
That's realistically. Cheating. Okay. Other side. Sure. And uh, spoiler alert: the Wet Bandits are going to cover that probably this weekend. You think so? Yeah. Before this album, before this episode comes out, we better have played it because the band has been given a directive to learn it. So I'll know it. Did You'll I get that it. email? I don't know if you did or not. Probably not because I just assumed oh. you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you did or not. Yeah. You don't get any emails from me recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you better learn it. <laughs> uh, if I was like to cover any song, it'd be around the world. Really? What you like around the world better than uh, other side? Well, mainly just because like the. I would rather cover other side. I love Around the World. I just think that would be a fun song to do. Yeah. Um, but if I were to give in, yeah, my answer is the other side. Yeah. I lock I, it in. Yeah. Um, I am locking in Parallel Universe. Yeah, that's a good I think that one. song would fucking rock. Yeah. Now, I get that, like, the crowd wouldn't know it as well. Uh-huh. But we would be good at it. Yeah. And uh, it would be fun to play. So that's my cover. What would you cut? Uh... This problem, this one's probably really tough or not tough at all. So I want to say porcelain. Yeah. But that's like part of the album. Yeah, you know, I get you. You know, like it's really dead set in like the middle. So it's like there for a reason, I feel. Yes. It may be like one of it the last nice, songs It is a nice like break to, between yeah. Easily and Emmett Remis. I'm not getting rid of any of those. Um, oh, fuck. Fuck my... <laughs> Fuck my ass. What else? There's a bit we haven't done in a while. Tenacious D bits that nobody knows except us. I'm going to really have to do porcelain. I'm going to have to do I it. I think I am too. I get why it's hard to do that. Cause like because it's part it of is, the album. You know, it's like the yep. P. But here's the thing. If you don't cut porcelain, I think you have to cut get on top, which I'm not cutting. I'm not cutting I Like Dirt because those are the most, like, the funky ones. Yeah. What's, or what's the Velvet one? Velvet Glove. That's the last one we I did. I love that song, but, like, we already have so much of that. In That's the, true. You know what I mean? Like, I love this song. To me, to me, this, and this is no, a... No, definitely the one. Wait, which is the one? Bannon, Bannon. My finger. That's purple stain. Okay, it might, I would cut the velvet one. Okay, I'd cut porcelain, and I don't begrudge you for cutting uh, velvet glove. the The thing, though, for me, the reason I feel like I can get rid of porcelain, even though you're right, it is like the middle. It's like, look, we're cutting this album in half. Kind yeah. of. The reason I'm okay with that is because for me, and this is a beef that I kind of have with the Chili Peppers, starting with Californication and moving on, is that the, I feel, part of it is because these albums start to have 16 or 17 songs on them a lot of the time. It's like, while the albums are good, they don't feel as cohesive to me as some of the earlier stuff. And as some of the stuff we've talked about in previous episodes, like mm-hmm. like throwing copper to me from live is like, wow, you have to have all of these. Oh, because yeah. like if you don't, the album doesn't work. I don't uh-huh. feel the same way. Even though I like Californication, I don't feel the same way that you can't just almost randomly pick one out and be like, this album doesn't work anymore. I actually think it works if you pull any of them out. So 
that's why I'm just being like not okay, any, can, not any of them, yeah. but like a shitty one that I don't like. Yeah, I can yeah. pull it out and it's fine. Porcelain's gone. Yeah. Now instead of porcelain, I have Emmett or uh, easily going right into Emmett Remus. Like I'm okay with that, um, dude. I I was on YouTube and I was like I always look at the comments and I was on Emmett Remus and um, yeah. People that that's like their favorite song from this album, like Chili Pepper fans. Really? Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, just like guitar, like feedback going. On. I'm a sucker for that shit, dude. Me too. Have you noticed I've been trying to do that more on stage? Yeah, and your squeals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've been doing a lot of squeals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hidden gem. What's it gonna be? This one's really hard. First of all, because there's a lot of singles. Hidden, dude, Emmett Remus, dude. Yeah. Has to be. Uh, I think mine's Savior. Yeah. Emmett Remus is really good, but I love just like. Dusting off your Positive. As opposed to One Hot Minute. Yeah. You know, it's like opposite. Yeah. This one's really strong. Like, it made me reminisce a lot. Yeah. This one's really good. Um, you know, a reunion for the band and also like, I think a lot of people were like you where they kind of didn't even realize One Hot Minute existed. And then the other people were in my camp that owned One Hot Minute, but somehow felt like this was a different band. Yeah. And it, and it clearly is. Um, and then they kind of like ride this wave. I can't say for the rest of their career because, because I, I don't know anything very very well after Stadium Arcadium. But certainly mm-hmm. into Stadium Arcadium it's a lot of similar ish stuff. So Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens next. Even though spoiler alert, I've listened to by the way, not as excited about that podcast. Um, it's interesting. I'll, it is interesting. I'll let you know how I feel. Alright. Coming to a podcast near you next week. Get wet. By the way. Story get wet. Young boys go into the liquor store where they sold their soul. And I got a story. A story it once was told. Two young boys go into the liquor store where they sold their soul. Hey, yeah.